Is a popular popular podcast. Do not be afraid. Welcome to Popular History, a library of Catholic knowledge and insights brought to you daily. My name is Greg, and this is the twelfth installment in our twenty-one part series covering all the twenty-one new cardinals announced by Pope Francis during his Sunday Angelus on July 9th. The consistory will take place on Saturday, September thirtieth. Jose Cobo Cano was born on September 20th, 1965, in, well, my normal pronunciation process isn't giving me full confidence when it says Sabiote. I think it's probably more accurate to say Sabiote. Either way, it's part of the Jaén province in the southern part of Spain, specifically within the autonomous community of Andalusia. Jose is one of a small but mighty group of future cardinals who did not start their adult life in a seminary. He obtained a degree in civil law from the Complutense University of Madrid in 1998, which, from what I can tell, isn't a particularly Catholic institution, though of course there is a baseline level of Catholicism that comes with the territory of being a historic institution located in Spain. I did check into the Complutense part of the name, on the off chance that I had missed the Complutensians in my review of Roman Catholic religious orders. But it apparently has to do with the geographic origins of the university, rather than any such order. Which is just as well, because I don't want to have to redo my notes for my eventual Sunday series rounding up various religious orders. By the way, when that comes, it will absolutely not be exhaustive. Because, though you only really hear about like a dozen or so, it turns out that there are well over 200 religious orders, institutes, societies, confraternities, etc. out there. For what it's worth, this definitely will not be my last mention of the Complutense University of Madrid, as it was largely shaped by a 16th century cardinal. But we're a long way from the 16th century in both directions, and you're probably going to be more interested to know that St. Ignatius of Loyola, the founder of the Jesuits, studied there. If you're a casual student of Catholicism who is listening to this for some other reason, know that Pope Francis is a Jesuit, and I'm hoping you've at least heard of him, given that he's come up in the story of every cardinal so far. Anyways, I delayed talking about Jose Cobo Cano's seminary days to give you a sense of his relatively late start in his church career, but the same year he got his apparently secular master's he entered the Conciliar Seminary of La Immaculada and San Damaso, which was also in Madrid. Moving forward, it's basically on Madrid all the time for soon-to-be Father Cobo Cano. Jose was ordained a priest by Cardinal Angel Sequia Goicoichia at the age of 28 on April 23, 1994, in Madrid. That same year, he became an assistant chaplain for something called the Brotherhood of Labor in Madrid, which the Catholic News Agency describes as a Catholic lay association, and they generally know what they're talking about, so I'll go with that. Lay, as opposed to clerical, so like, not focused so much on ordained or otherwise consecrated folks, more like average Joes. Also, I'm going to call the Catholic News Agency 
CNA moving forward. So, heads up on that. Anyways, the following year, in 1995, Father Cobo Cano settled in a parish life at the parish of San Leopoldo in Madrid, where he served until 2000. Of course, our go-getter future cardinals don't tend to just sit around. So, in 1990, Father Cobo Cano received a second master's from the Redemptorist Institute of Moral Sciences and the Camillas Pontifical University in Madrid. This time in, well, moral science, which makes sense as a degree you'd get from a place called the Institute of Moral Sciences. In 2000, Father Cobo Cano became parish priest of San Alfonso Maria Ligorio, St. Alphonsus Ligori being one of my favorite saints, but, well, that's for another day. Starting in 2002, he assigned two additional concurrent posts to his resume, becoming Archpriest of Nuestra Señora de Pilar Aluche Campamento, as well as joining a permanent spot on the Commission for the Diocesan Synod of, you guessed it, Madrid. As usual, I could get lost in all these roles and titles, plus some teaching positions I'm not even going to begin with. And if you want to know more, by all means, contact the campaign for Cobo Cano to make it through our next First Judgment. In 2015, Cobo Cano's diocesan involvement picked up, with him serving on the Presbyteral Council and the Diocesan Pastoral Council. But his really big break came right at the end of 2017, when he was made an Auxiliary Bishop of Madrid. Madrid is a large diocese, with over 4 million Catholics and a thousand priests, and Cobo Cano was actually one of at least three auxiliary bishops appointed that day. Probably not more than three, but it sounds more ominous when I say at least three, and I genuinely am not sure if there was more I missed. While serving as auxiliary, Bishop Cobo Cano served in a number of roles that sound quite close to Pope Francis's heart from the Department of Penitentiary Pastoral Care, to the Episcopal Commission for Social Pastoral Care, to the Department of Migrations. Whether all the posts in the diocese have names like that, or Cobo Cano's personal emphasis is social justice, just isn't clear to me, so I'm guessing the answer is a little bit of both. Anyways, you'd think it would not be too controversial that an auxiliary bishop of Madrid would be chosen as the next Archbishop of Madrid. But by all accounts, it was. You see, in countries like Spain, the normal process, as I understand it, is that the nuncio will submit a short list of candidates, typically three, to the dicastery for bishops for consideration as the new bishop, or, in this case, archbishop, when the previous prelate is due to retire. In this case, according to reports such as the one from El Confidencial I'm linking in the show notes, Pope Francis apparently overrode that process and rejected the first terna, or list of names. So, a fresh new batch was sent, and Kobo Kano's name was on the second batch, and he was selected. Now, ultimately, the Pope is in practice an absolute monarch, and also the Vicar of Christ in Catholic theology. So, while he will tend to defer to more local recommendations, it's not like him rejecting a slate of options is a constitutional crisis. But it is noteworthy, especially for a pope who typically lauds the importance of collaborative approaches. 
The drama over Cobo Cano's appointment as Archbishop of Madrid took place just this past June, and the Archbishop was formally installed on July 8th, just one day before Pope Francis announced this most recent batch of cardinals. Once he is officially elevated on September 30th, Cardinal Cobo Cano will be eligible to participate in future conclaves until he turns 80 in 2045. That's enough for today. There's plenty more to discuss about the Cardinal-elect, and we may well get another longer-format episode on him down the line, as this episode is part of Cardinal Numbers, our ongoing series where we discuss and eventually rate and rank all the Cardinals of the Catholic Church. Thank you for listening. God bless you all.